Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. excited to be back with you. Um, what you are hearing, like I said, has become literally one of my favorite songs uh, from my husband, who he's written so many great songs in over the course of his career with music. But this one is just so special to me. Um, it's the song that we've been jamming all month for the Faith uh, series, because I think it's just so perfect. It's such a stamp on what faith means to women and, and where we are in the world. And so uh, the artist who did that song is Jamie Carter. She's super talented. And of course, my husband was the songwriter and producer for the track. So um, it, it's just so perfect. And I, I, I hope you guys have been enjoying it uh, as it's blasted uh, through your ears every day or every week, rather, for the, the faith series. Like I said, the compass is just such a perfect song to really staple where we at right now with the Faith Series. And so for this week, like I said, I know um, we had gotten through pretty much all the Faith Series. We have one more week to go. I gave you guys a two-for-one special this week where I gave you uh, Faith and Love, Love and Faith. And another one today with Limitless Faith. Uh, and I thought it was so important. If you're just now tuning in, thank you so much for tuning in. Like I always said, you could have listened to any podcast you wanted to. There's so many great podcasts out there, um, especially in the the Christ realm, uh, which is so critical right now that we really have these outlets that's really getting the message out there in the word of God. And so I'm, I'm so glad that you tune in here with us uh, on the Believe Podcast Network. You're able to stream my show anywhere in the world, uh, whether Spotify, Apple, or any of those great other platforms, and of course, the Believe Podcast Network. Um, but like I said, welcome to the Bloom Baby Podcast with me as your host, B. Powell. You can follow me at all uh, social media platforms at B. Powell TV, and that's on Instagram, Facebook, everywhere you can find me. And then, of course, my website is www.bpowelltv.com. Today, we are talking about limitless faith, and I've just been so excited as you can tell here, my voice, um, I have been so excited to get to this one because it's so, so, so important. I think it is definitely the connector piece um, to a lot of, I guess, bridges 
uh, I could say, to a lot of our issues in our life um, is not having the limitless faith that God promised every human creation on this earth. And a lot of us don't use it to its fullest potential as we should, because that is that is the language of God is faith. And so it's it's very, very critical that we really take the blinders off of those boxes of, of faith that we have, those little bitty boxes. And I, of course, I know that a mustard seed of faith is something that can, you know, move mountains and, and create things. But we want to be able to expand from that um, and, and, and really bloom. That's the whole purpose and really uh, continue to expand as we learn and grow more in God, as we learn and grow more in faith, as we learn and grow more in trust, that's the whole point is that God wants to increase your faith and your trust and in him um, and what he has called you to do on this earth. And so limitless faith is just such a special one for me. So like I say every week, I hope you have some notebooks, some paper or some pens, a highlighter. You have your Bible or your Bible app out because we're going to be breaking down a lot of different verses that ties with limitless faith. Uh, I'm really going to be challenging you with, with words and, and meanings and definitions because like I said, I really want to give you guys not just some feel-good message um, that a lot of lukewarm uh, Christians are are really serving hot on a plate in <laughs> in the in the church realm, but I, I really wanted to tap into the knowledge base of who God is and, and just how important words are and how important um, the power source that we hold in each of us and how that can be activated to really tap into who God is, uh, who you are, and how that uh, connects together. So. Of course, like I said, we got to kick it off with prayer. We're going to jump right into it. Lord, we thank you. We thank you so much for getting us here uh, to another day, waking us up for another uh, day to be able to complete the calling and the purpose that you have on our life, Lord God. We don't have the answers, but that's why it's so critical to be able to continue to seek you, Lord God. And if we study the word of God, we understand that we know how this ends. Uh, we know that you are the beginning and the end and that we have victory and that we are children of God and that we can do anything we put our mind to as long as we have you at the center of it. So we thank you. We honor you and we give you all the glory forever and ever. Amen. All right, Bloom Babies. Hello, 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 TGIF. I hope you guys are just having an awesome, awesome day. Um, wherever you may be listening to, I say whether it's in the car running errands, um, stacking up more groceries during this crazy, crazy pandemic time. I hope everyone is being safe and washing their hands and, you know, putting the, this is the new this is the new world right now, which is um, a very scary time, but at the same time, a very exposing time. Um, and I, I mentioned that in the previous uh, show is that, you know, um, in order for things to heal, things have to get exposed. And, and, and it's kind of like a scab or a wound. You know, you want to cover it and patch it up. But after a while, you got to take that off. You got to let it breathe. You got to be able to really allow it to get its full healing. And, and I think right now where the world is, it's it's kind of crusting over into this tight scab a lot of things are bubbling, and I do believe that's going to be a lot more things that come out in this surface for the end of 2020. Uh, but we're here, we're still here, and we're still standing. And I think that's one of the important keys 
that we have to remember when it comes to faith. Um, it's not God saying to just ignore um, what's going around, you know, going on around you. But at the same time, it's uh, taking heart. And and as my sister always says, you know, calm your heart, child, calm your heart. Uh, why are you so um, uptight and why are you so rigid and scared and terrified? Um, you know, one of the things I, I really uh, try to convey to women is, you know, there's nothing wrong with crying, obviously. I think it's one of the most powerful things that we have that God has given every human soul um, is the power to really release release <laughs> and and sometimes that can come in all forms and I think crying is one of the most um intimate and yet vulnerable thing that you know a, a person can really do especially a woman and so during these times I don't want you to have fear um with what's going on in the world the news outlets uh you know I've done journalism I've, I've dealt with news so I know how scary it can look on the outside when you're constantly turning on the news outlets such as CNN and Fox and NBC and ABC and it's just a constant bombardment in your mind that it makes you lose faith and and you look around and you say oh my gosh you know what's happening what's next where do we go and so it's it's really critical um, that we remember um, to have that joy that our joy does not come from the current circumstances that we face, um, that joy comes from that inner Holy Spirit that is in all of us who calls um, themselves a child of God. And so it's it's, it's really, really um, critical that you understand as a woman that, uh, as my dad say, said, uh, cry and walk. It's okay, cry and walk. That was actually his last words. Uh, that he said to me before he passed in 2017 uh, was cry and walk. He actually tweeted that to me and I was having a rough day that week and he said, cry and walk, baby, cry and walk. And I, I share that with you today. It's cry and walk. You know, we're, we're, I'm not asking you to, to mask the, the hurt or the confusion or the, or the pain or the, um, you know, the sadness or anything because that's you being human. Um, that's one of the things that Christ was battling with um, before he went to Calvary and gave his life for us was that he was asking God, you know, why me? You know, <laughs> I, I really feel this emotion very strongly. You know, God was full God and, and full, full human, if you want, full man when he came here to earth and, and became incarnated. And so he wanted us to really see that range of emotions that he went through, um, that he was scared, that he cried, that he prayed out to God and said, God, what's going on? This is too much to bear. You're asking me for a sacrifice that I don't even know I can do. And so it's, it's, it's very, um, critical that we don't, um, try to hide or suppress that side of us that makes us human, which is the ability to feel and see and, and have compassion and, and, and be scared and cry. And so, um, but at the same time, we don't want to get to a point of fear. And I think that's one of the places that the enemy really tries to attack us at to really limit the faith 
that we are supposed to tap into at all times, that no matter what storms that we find ourselves in, that we are supposed to be tapping into a higher spiritual realm um, to be able to say, okay, well, wait a minute, I know this looks crazy here in the natural, but in the supernatural, oh, I know God already has the victory. In the supernatural, I know I'm walking in the God authority as a woman. You know, in the, in the spiritual, I know that my, uh, my, my bank account, my faith bank is, 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 is so, um, above anything that I know I will never be bankrupt. Um, even though in the natural, I know I may be struggling with school loans or where am I going to get my next check or where's the food going to be? And so it's this really thin line <laughs> and this this fine line rather, um, of, of really understanding how to incorporate that that supernatural and then that natural and and understanding you know what God really meant when he said you know be in this world and not of this world it's so easy to be lost and be tossed and turned um with when life comes crashing at us and and that's a really critical thing where I feel as if women we we kind of lose hope and we lose faith and um especially like I said before, with what's going on in the world, um, you know, with with racism and, and prejudice and, um, you know, just hatred and, and angry and just all of these different things that, you know, is going on in the family dynamic, in the communities, in our churches, in the government system, in the legal system. I mean, every level you see it. But like I said, all things are connected in the instrument of God. So if things have to be exposed, it's getting exposed from the top to the bottom, from the bottom to the top. I mean, every level, it has to be like that in order for real um, long-term change and effect to happen. And so that is one of the main reasons why I really wanted to do this, uh, you know, limitless faith and to really help you understand that this is not some gimmick I know that that's some type of, you know, thing that's going on right now around the world is, you know, is this thing like, oh, you know, if if if, if I wanted and I, I manifested and that, 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 you know, all of these um, what I like to call new age thinking. <laughs> um, you want to be really careful with that. You want to really make sure, um, especially if you're a believer of God, does it align with what Christ has asked of us to do? Um that is really your source. And as the young people say, that is the plug. Um, does it align with the word of God? And so, you know, as you know, I, I touched base with you guys on Monday when I had dropped love and faith, faith and love, because it was totally not part of part of the plan. It was uh, like I said, the Holy Spirit had really tapped me and was tapping me. And, you know, um, it was really like, look, girl, you know, we really got to get this together. Now, listen, I know I'm, you know, you feel as if I'm working your plans about the limitless faith. So, like I said, I really want you to touch base with these women and let them know how important that faith and love and that love and faith is. Because the reason why it got set up that way is because I realized as I was studying the word and, you know, preparing for this Friday for you guys to listen to Limitless Faith is that know, understanding um, that, you know, the bridge connector between the limitless faith that I really want you guys to tap into and then the faith and love is that the Holy Spirit really revealed to me that 
that intimacy with God is so important. And that really is that relationship and that um, that bridge connector. And so it, it was that that aha moment. Like, oh, OK, I got you. <laughs> I, I they need to know about faith and love first and how critical and how um, just divine your love is for humanity and for each woman listening right now, but also how that connects to limitless faith is that relationship and intimacy with God. Now, we all have our own, you know, intimate relationship. Like I said, I, I talk to God. We talk to each other like, man, like, it, you know, we all have that that voice of God that looks, you know, different in your mind and how you speak. Some people have God in their mind as this very strong, authoritative coach, father figure, which sometimes that's how God sounds to me. And then there's other times where God, you know, sounds like my best friend. And it's just like, girl, listen, now you need to get it together. You know, you need to work on that. <laughs> so um, it, it, it comes in different ways. And so, you know, I'm not here to say, well, you know, God needs to sound like this in your mind. Well, no. I mean, that's that's what makes God so powerful is that he's able to meet you where you're at um, and, and really tap into the personality of who you've been called to be. And the, the, the I mean, there's a reason why each of us have a different fingerprint. You know, there's a reason why even if you're twins or triplets, no matter how much you try to replicate the body and the shell, we all have unique fingerprints. And so God has a way and the Holy Spirit has a way of really reaching its people in, in a different way, in a different soul, in a different body. So that's one thing, um, you know, that you want to hear from me is to say, oh, well, yeah, you know, now we'll say, hey, if that's the enemy talking, that's the voice of God. Absolutely. But how God speaks to you, that's what makes it such an intimate relationship, you know, Um one of my good friends, she's like, well, girl, you know, God talks to me like a homegirl. You know, he could be talking to me and telling me, oh, you know, you can't be doing that. <laughs> so it, it really does um, depend on that. But like I said, um, as far as today, I really want to obviously share some really great scriptures with you. But I also want to share the knowledge base of the words as well. Um, one of the things that I said that is so important is that I did not... Um, I don't want to just, you know, do the feel good all the time. Um, I know I said that in my previous ones, but I'm really critical about, you know, yes, I want to empower and inspire you with the word of God and what he's downloaded in my spirit um, to have and to help women bloom in Christ, in their life and in their purpose. That is my calling. But at the same time, I have to be able to bloom you with truth as well, allow God to bloom you. Um, with the words that he has given me. And so I have to be able to share that knowledge base and that truth base just as much as I share that empowering and that, oh man, that, oh, that makes me feel good. Because I, I think they both go hand in hand. You know, I've seen it a lot of times where people say, oh, you know, if, if a message makes you feel good from God, then that's not from God. It's like, well, what, what do you mean? What are you, what are you saying? Yes, God gives you joy. So if I'm giving, sharing with you the good news, it's like, yes, I want you to feel good. I want you to know that there's a deeper joy in you. Um, but at the same time, if that's the only thing that a church is teaching and they're not giving you that biblical sound knowledge and that truth, yeah, we're, we're running into an issue just as much as if we're just doing just the, 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 the knowledge and the words and the law, and then you're missing that crucial part of love and grace and forgiveness. So, they really go hand in hand. I, you know, I, I, 
it it really like bothers me when I see people argue about that, even on my social media platforms, about how um, the delivery of a church should be when it comes to those things. So I think it's a mixture of both. I think both are just as important. I mean, it's it's what makes the Old Testament and the New Testament come together. So um, I'm really going to be sharing some words with you guys and some phrases I really want you to study and look on. Um, another thing is, like I said, if you have the Bible, I hope you do, <laughs> but depending on the version too is really important. Um, one of the things I like to do is compare different versions of the Bible you know, I have the NLT version, I have the NIV version, I have the EIV version, I have the um, the New Kings version, the Old King, you know, so I have, I have different versions just to kind of compare the translations and see what words have been taken out. And it's true what they say is that some versions of the Bible have removed certain verses or changed words for what reason. Um, I I have my reasons, but, you know, I'm just going to keep it at that. But it's very critical that, you you know, you have those different versions. And also get with the Latin and the Hebrew um, aspects of things, too, because I'm telling you, it really does. Whew, it's it's an eye opener. Um, but I, I want to share that with you. But I also want to break down with you um, how we as women can limit our faith. And, um, you know, one of the things that I think is just so, ooh, it's just so important that I have to share with you today is, you know, how, how the enemy, how Satan, how he can keep us as women in the cycles in our minds to where it's on a constant replay. And that is one of the main things, um, that causes us to get back into fear. I've said that in my previous episodes is that it's, it's, it's why you're seeing the world be what it is right now um, is that we have resulted back in this fear thing in this, in this fear mindset and it has spread like wildfire, uh, you know, across the globe. And it's, like I said, it's, in every level, it's in the legal system, it's in the government, it's in the communities, it's in the family dynamics. Um, it's in all aspects because things have to get exposed. Um, as I mentioned prior to that, things have to get exposed in order to heal. And I think that's where the world is heading right now. But at the same time, we also have to be able to point out um, where that stems from. And so one of the things I want to share with you is um, just how the enemy works in cycles and how he can how he limits your faith. Yes, uh, as I mentioned before, yes, it is important that even if you have a mustard seed of faith, and if you see how small mustard seeds are, you see they're like little bitty. I mean, they're they're not even they're like a dot, <laughs> like literally. But even God said He can use that. However. He wants to expand as well. He wants you to increase. That is what God is about. God is about increasing and expanding and revealing and having you not just, you know, I, I want to get rid of this, um, this phrase that, that women in this new age use. And, you know, I didn't even put that in my book because I just was really going through my own transformation when I was writing my book, Honey Bees and Wallflowers. And, you know, the Holy Spirit was really strong in me to say, well, you know, B, you're not, you're not finding yourself. You, yourself never left you. 
you're becoming. And I said, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, that's crucial. That's, that's, that's vital. And it's, it really, it really shifts the mindset of a woman's um, innermost thoughts and emotions is when you say, okay, well, wait a minute. Because what that, um, what that basically is saying is that, um, that your, your body, your shell and your spirit is somewhere separate out in the world and you have to go find it. And so becoming means that God is transforming those pieces, those clays, those, those brokenness, that all of that, that's already inside of you due to experiences, due to trauma, uh, due to the enemy's lies, due to the world's lies, you know, all of those things encompasses that and it it packages you together. And of course, who God has called you to be and become. So you have all these different dynamics swirling around that makes your personality, that middle woman in between your body, which is just your outer shell, your spirit. And I know, you know, I don't want to lose you here, but I know here again that a lot of people will say, oh, well, your spirit and your soul is the same thing. No, it's not. And they're like, what? What What do you mean? And I'm like, well, it's three layers of you. Just like it's three of God. It's, It's God, it's Christ, and the Holy Spirit. We are, as humanity, a reflection of who God is. That's why the beginning says, make them in our in our image. Who was he talking to at the beginning of time? He was he was with Christ and with the Holy Spirit at the beginning of time and with the angels. So they were saying, make man or humanity in the reflection of us. And so that means that we have three layers to us, which is our outer shell. We have our soul. And our soul is, like I said, those are the experiences. Those are the memories. Those are your thoughts. Those are your emotions. That's the trauma. That's the, the, the world's lies who've told you that all of those things are encompassed in your soul. It's, it's that fingerprint and that uniqueness that makes you you. Nobody else can be you. And then it's that spirit. And that is the Holy Spirit. That is that perfectness um, that God left us with when he went to uh, sacrifice himself and so that is what lives forever uh it's it's eternal it's in you it's god's breath i say it's god's energy it is ever flowing it always existed it is no beginning or ending he is the beginning and the ending and so that is how your spirit is so you have all three of those um working together and so what ends up happening is is that the enemy has a way of attacking your soul and so the reason he wants to penetrate your soul is because he knows that is the middle part that needs saving. That is who God came to save. God knew your spirit already. But your soul is the aspect that needed saving. And that's where the emotions and the thoughts. And I mean, that's why the Bible says, renew your mind every day. It's, it's a constant thing you have to renew because if not, um, you will allow the enemy to download things in your, in your uh, soul. And it's, it's, it becomes something uh, completely different. And so um, I I really wanted to tap into that first, before we jump into anything else. um, One of the things about limitless faith and how we can go from limited faith to limitless faith. Um, 
so with <laughs> with limited faith, um, those are what I call those pretty little boxes that we keep we keep in our mind and our heart and our soul tucked away with little bows on them. And we do that a lot with our trauma. We do that a lot with our life experiences or what you want to call compartmentalize. And we even do that with previous sins and, and we compartmentalize them and we um, put them in little bitty boxes and, and put them in our mind way deep into our subconscious. And, you know, when we do that, all the enemy has to do is just whisper one lie or even remind you of something of your past that you've already asked God to forgive you for. And then you're right back into that cycle that you really, really tried so hard to um, remove yourself from. And so I wanted to share this with you. Uh, really quickly before we jump into the phrases and then um, also the scripture is there is one story I wanted to share with you. And it says, um, we know Satan will attack weak spots first. 40 days of fasting left Jesus famished. So Satan began with the topic of bread. Jesus' stomach was empty. So the stomach Satan So to the stomach, Satan turned. And so my question to you today, ladies, is where are you empty at? Are you hungry for attention? Are you craving success? Are you longing for intimacy? Um, That's the question that you really have to ask yourself, because that is where the limited faith is coming into play at. And I know that's like, whoa, wait a minute. Um, Because, you know, (laughs) The enemy doesn't come with the red horns and the and the tail like they portray in Hollywood movies so much. And, you know, the enemy comes. It, it, it's the reason why they said he was the the, 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 the prince or the, the prince of darkness, the prince of chaos. The, at one point, he was seen as one of the most beautiful angels of light in heaven before being uh, punished down here and, and thrown out of heaven. And so when you think of it like that, understand that the enemy will come. It's the most beautiful thing because he wants to tempt you. If if you come with something ugly and something that, well, then it's easier to turn down something you're not tempted by it. <laughs> of course, that just makes sense. But when you're when you're hungry for something, you will allow you will allow um. To have a hunger that allows your heart to eat lies because your heart was hungry. So I'll say that again. We all eat lies when our hearts are hungry. One more time. We all eat lies when our heart is hungry. And so that's why God is constantly saying, renew your mind. Renew your mind. Because when you renew your mind, it resets your faith. To where you can start tapping back into that limitless space. Because if not, ladies, we will be stuck in a cycle like that hamster on the wheel that just continues to rotate and rotate and rotate around. Doesn't get anywhere. You're not going anywhere fast. You're just stationed in one spot. But you're every day, you're getting up and you're just running in the same place. And that is what you don't want. And so we really have to start asking ourselves, what are the lies that our hearts have eaten or our minds have accepted? When we were hungry, what are we craving? Is it of God or is it of something else? Because that's where the enemy will attack that very thing 
that you fear the most, that you're craving more than God, that um, doesn't align with God. And so he uses that and it'll be the most beautiful thing. I mean, like I said, he's not going to tempt you with something that's um, that you don't want. He's going to tempt you with everything that you think that you need. And you're like, whoo, okay, yeah, I want it. <laughs> and so that is what that story meant when God, when, when uh, God was fasting for 40 days and the enemy came and was tempting him with the bread because he knew, okay, well, look, I know you're hungry. Uh, <laughs> and I know that this bread will sound really good with you for you right now. And I'm here, like I said, to just inspire you to really open up your mindset when it comes to those type of situations. Where does it stem from? Ask yourself that. One of the important things I always say is, you know, what is your point of reference for something? Fill in the blank there. You know, what is your point of reference for love? When was the first time you experienced love? You know, what is your point of reference when it comes to relationships? What is your point of reference when it comes to truth? What is your point of reference? You have to ask your inner being that because once you do, it stems back to say, oh, okay, well, that goes back to trauma. Oh, well, that goes back to my parents. Oh, that goes back to something I experienced as a child or in college or or whatever that story is to you. Oh, that's why I stopped believing and having hope. Oh, that's why my faith is so small that at times I feel like I'm drowning. And I can't go on. And so, you know, I'm here to encourage you that it's going to be okay. That it's going to be more and better than okay because the enemy wants you to believe that you don't have the victory. And I'm going to be honest with you. And I I said this in the previous, my previous show from Monday is that, you know, um, like my church transformation says, I'm going to keep it hot. My pastor says, you know, we're going to keep it humble, honest, open and transparent. And, you know, That's one of the things that the enemy tried to get me with, you know, as I'm, you know, doing the podcast and I'm, I'm, you know, getting out there with my media and and what God has called me to be with women is that, you know, the enemy has a way of saying, oh, well, he didn't call you to do that. Or, you know, what about your past? Well, what about what you went through? What about the trauma? What about, well, you know, don't you think, and it caused you to take a second and say, oh, well, wait a minute, um, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not that good then. Well, maybe God didn't call me to do that. And 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 the moment that you start questioning your worth as a woman, the moment you start questioning um, your worth as a child of God, the moment you start questioning that aspect of you is when the enemy knows that you're the most vulnerable. And so... I'm not saying that those lies will stop because that's his whole point is to lie to you. But when you have your source in your anchor in God, you can point at him. and say, Oh, no, <laughs> no, uh, that's a lie. And you can go back to where you came from. And so I, I'm not here to say that the lies will stop or the or the, the the him trying to attack you will stop because it doesn't. Because like the saying goes, you know, a thief doesn't doesn't steal from an empty house. He's going to steal where it's, there's things most valuable. So when the enemy is trying to attack you, ladies, understand that that's the best place you can be. Because that means that you have something in you and that you have 
tapped into a God source and he wants that. And so it's important that every day we are renewing our minds, our souls, our, our, our hearts, and that we are understanding and asking ourselves, what am I hungry for? What is my heart eating that, um, that is not, um, good for me and good for my soul? Um, you know, another aspect of it too that I shared with you, uh, from the last podcast, and I encourage you before you jump into this one with Limitless Faith, they all kind of connect. Well, they, it's not kind of, they do connect. So I encourage you to really watch the last episodes for jumping into this one. But I mentioned it to my prior one is that I said, you know, faith moves mountains. Faith moves mountains, ladies, and limitless faith. And see, you know, I, I, we have to tap on that limitless faith. See, some of this is, oh, well, faith moves mountains. It's like, okay, yes. So if faith of a mustard seed can move mountains, what do you think limitless faith can do? What limitless faith is, is you're talking about a life altering, um, <laughs> you know, whole world change. Um, and so, yes, faith can move mountains, but we also have to understand that fear can make those mountains. Say that again. Faith moves mountains, but fear can create them. And so understand that that is what the enemy wants more than anything, is to throw things in your path to get you off the plan and the purpose and the calling that God has called you to fulfill. He comes to delay. He comes to distract all the time. Um, you know, like I said, God always has the final say. God has the victory. So we know how it's going to end. If you're a child of God, you know how it's going to end. Um, it says so in the Bible. However, God, the enemy can delay and distract you. And so it's very critical, important that we're constantly asking um, ourselves every day, you know, what, what is my heart hungry for? Is, does it align with the spirit of God or does it not? Is it something else I'm lacking in that it's it's feeding that? What is that? You know, another aspect of how we can move from limited uh, faith into limitless faith is understanding that the Bible speaks about falling down and getting up. Um, you know, the, the verse says, fell down seven, get back up eight fall down seven times, you get up eight. And, you know, it sounds like, oh, okay, that's just whatever. But when you're in your life storms, you're in your life circumstances, and you're in that moment, it seems easier than what it is. But I'm telling you, um, that really is an encourager um, for me, especially, is because it really does let us know that, you know, we don't have this all together, that there's going to be days where, you know, all you can is get up and thank God and say, God, thank you. But I, I, I just I just don't feel motivated today or I don't feel worthy or, you know, um, and, and that's where, like I said, you really want to go to God with that um, because it, it can really um reset your mindset to really spend God, spend time with God um, every morning 
to really have him reset your mind to understand that he loves you in spite of how many times you fall. But it's that getting up aspect. It's that reset. It's that starting again over and over and over until you get it right. Because that's what the journey is about. Um, it, it's This takes a lifetime to really move from a limited faith aspect to a limitless faith. You're not going to get it in one night. I'm still trying to understand this aspect. And I've shared that with you before is that, you know, I started this podcast for you ladies to understand that we're in this journey together. Um, That yes, you know, God wants us to be um, running our race like the horses do. And my mother says, like the horses do, keep your blinders on and run your race. Um, However, you want to help those others along the way as much as you can and, and, and inspire them and let them know that uh, we can do this and we can keep going. And so that's, you know, one of the reasons why I, I started this podcast was to share with you as well that I'm on this journey with you. You know, I don't always get it right when it comes to limited and limitless faith. My faith can be very limited at times. You know, I'm, I'm a big visual learner. So sometimes that can get in the way to where I'm like, ah, I believe when I see it. And God has downloaded so many visuals um, in our mindset, our imagination. Um, that's another thing when it comes to taking that step from limited faith into limitless faith is um, understanding how your imagination works. You know, it's a reason why they talk about the imagination. Uh, you know, why Einstein said imagination is one of the most critical things out of anything else. It's true. Because that's where God lies at. God lies in our mindsets. Yes, he's real, but he gives us the imagination to be able to see. It's, it's, you know, life's coming attractions. It's your trailer to your movie. You just haven't arrived in the physical. And so it's, it's really important that why he says really operate in that spiritual limitless faith because I'm giving you the downloads. I'm letting you know that this victory is yours already. But we got to get through some stuff. We got to get through some treaches. We got to get through some valleys. We got to get through some limited faith thinking. We got to get rid of that. We got to go through some dark times. We got to go through some life storms. You're going to cry. You're going to scream. You're going to give up. You're going to go do a lot of things. But like my late father said, walk and cry, walk and cry, walk and cry fall down seven you get back up eight and so that is my encouragement to you ladies is that you know really understanding how important your mindset is and and that you know what goes into the mind comes out into a life what goes into your mind comes out in the life what are you downloading in your mind that's limiting your faith now i can't answer that for you that's something you're gonna have to answer for yourself um is it certain music that may be, you know, limiting your faith. If it's certain actions you're doing, it's certain movies. I mean, and I, I, I really want you guys to understand that as well, too, is that, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, listening to certain music or doing this or doing that. Oh, what's well, not a sin in the Bible? Or, well, no, you know, there's certain things that aren't sin, but they're trip ups. And that's one of the things that God speaks about in the Bible is that there is trip ups along the way that he doesn't want us to do. There's reasons why he set commandments in play there's a reason why he set certain things into play there's a reason why he said hey you know don't have sex until you get married because of 
the spiritual warfare that's out there that's not with flesh but it's but it's with the spirit and that things can connect to you um and attach to you and attack you and attack your purpose and your calling and you're walking around with all this soul trash as i like to say in your in your soul and you don't understand why you're trying to understand why do i have so much limited faith well where did that soul trap who what where did you pick it up from <laughs> um what's in your bag as my mom always says well, what what's in your bag what what are you what are you carrying around in those pretty boxes and those bags that allows you to think limited and so it's 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 really re- taking off the blinders and the um the ceiling of of faith and and saying no my faith in god is limitless I may not know what's going to happen tomorrow, but I know that my God is in tomorrow. He's in my yesterdays. He's in my tomorrows. and He's in my forevers. Um, that's why I mentioned the rainbow in my series, in my episode from Monday of that rainbow rec- being symbolized as his forever love for humanity. It was a forever symbol. Each each color in that rainbow had a specific purpose and and what that stood for you know red being the blood of who he is to sacrifice the yellow joy vibrant pink meaning relationship and all these all these colors served a purpose um and that symbol served a purpose for his forever love for us so we have to remember that and then also understanding the law of the commandments because they go just as much together um, as the, as the love and the grace, and we don't want to abuse the love and grace and ignore of just being obedient to God. And so those two really go hand in hand. Um, and, and why God says, you know, I didn't come to do away with the old law and the old testament. I came to fulfill it. <laughs> Some people say, oh, we're in a new, t- we're in a new covenant. Well, no, we're. He came to fulfill it. But he came to give you clarification on what that Old Testament really meant in the spiritual realm. And so um, I encourage you, ladies, is to, is to really ask yourself, what is in my bag? Take an inventory check. How, how much, as the pastor said in my church, how, 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 how many, what is in my inventory? How much do I have? Where did this come from? Where did that come from? Um, why is this in this box in my mind? Where, how did this get here? And really start to declutter and do early spring cleaning if you need to, to really get to those questions deep within your soul. So you can continue to become who God has called you to be, not find yourself, become already. Because like I said, God has already pre-downloaded everything in your spirit where before you were created in your mother's womb. Period. So we have all the all these women out here, you know, even in L.A., I've seen it just walking around blindlessly, just just blind to their own worth, um, to their own purpose. Men walking blindly out there, just no direction and not understanding who we are, and whose we are, who we are, our identity in Christ, because once you get into identity is when you can get into um what that means when it comes to um your your purpose and 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 understanding what limitless faith means and so i i really 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 um want you to get that is that that intimacy with god produces identity 
What is your identity? Who are you? That's why I keep saying, well, ask yourself, well, what am I hungry for in my heart and my soul? What are these boxes of, of limits? You know, why am I not completing it? Why do I procrastinate on things that God has asked me to do? Well, you know, why am I angry or why am I triggered in this spot in my life? You really start to ask that because with intimacy with God produces identity and identity then produces faith. And once you have that faith, that is the that right there is the um, the, the the bridge connector. And then once you have a limitless faith, you're unstoppable, baby. You're unstoppable. You want to talk about bloom, baby, bloom. You're going to be unstoppable. And so I want to, because uh, we're, we're winding down on time, but I want to tap into um, a few verses and then we're going to wrap up. And um, one of the things I want to share with you first is um, these two phrases, like I said, that are super important. It's um, the Latin phrase meaning fiat lux, fiat lux, F-I-A-T-L-U-X, fiat lux, and that's Latin for let there be light. Let's say that again, fiat lux, F-I-A-T-L-U-X, and it means let there be light, and that's actually what they say that God said in the beginning when he created the world. He said, let there be light. That was one of the first things he said, and so that is just so critical to everything dealing with limitless faith because he's saying, let there be light in this world. Let there be light with humanity. Turn on the light. Let, let your light be so bright and so shining um, that it, it, it drives out darkness. That darkness can't even comprehend the light because it's so bright is a reason why you can't even look at the sun for too long and that's just the sun so you imagine christ imagine how bright the light is with that when you get in his covering and get with him and, and really have a relationship with him and you tap into that limitless face faith is that you're saying let there be light so i encourage you to say around your home you know touch your kids and, and your and your spouse or your you know your your finances your home and say let there be light let there be light in the circumstances. Let there be light on this job. Let there be light in this situation. Let there be light on my family. Let there be light. Allow the light to come in and unlock that limited faith that's in your mind. And you tap into that limitless faith. Fiat lux. It's, it's, it's such a divine um, phrase that I have just fallen in love with, to be honest. Um, and... The other one that I just, I, I was flabbergasted that it really meant this. And I, I really want to break this down to you guys. And so I want you to just, like I said, buckle up and, and, and <laughs> really understand um, the term etymology um, is something that I'm sure if you haven't heard the word or maybe you have, but it's something that me and my husband have really been focusing on this last year and a half or so, but one of the things with etymology, and I'll just simplify it, is etymology is nothing more than the root of a word or the this, the mother of a word or the source of or the what is the uh, story or the um, the story. Every Everything has a story. Everything, <laughs> that's really what it is. And so etymology, if you've heard the term, which I'm sure you have, um, even in school, if you're in spelling bees, the kids always say, well, what is the root word? And they say, oh, it's Latin or it derives from the word 
you know, blah, 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 blah. That's what they're talking about when they mean etymology. And so the fiat looks, obviously, etymology that is Latin and, and where that stems from. But the other word I wanted to share with you is a Hebrew word, and it's abracadabra. <laughs> and I know you're like, wait, what? And I know, you know, people use it. And, you know, like I said, everything in the world has been perverted from what God uses at times. And so um, the things that God created for good, man has taken it and made it for bad at times. Not all, but just a lot of things. Um, that's what my pastor is speaking about, even when it comes to, to sex. You know, sex is a good thing. That's what God created. But it was created for husband and wife. And so he said, you know, it's not so much that sex is bad, but if it's in the wrong container, then now we're talking about something else. And I'll say the same thing with Abracadabra. It's been used in, you know, magic, and magician and all that. But it's actually a Hebrew word. And it speaks about it in um, the chapter numbers, 12, verse 13 in the Bible. And so I just want to break down that really what that means. And so uh, long story short is that that phrase abracadabra in Hebrew means I will create as I speak. I will create as I speak. And so that's where, you know, that God says, you know, it's, it's life and death in the tongue. What you create you speak, and when it goes out into the world, um, it, it 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 can change things, and that is the most truthful statement I think I've 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 ever heard. And so, you know, when I seen that, I said, "Whoa, wait a minute." Um, one of the things with um, the term abracadabra, and I wanted to share this with you really quickly, um, is that. The reason why they used abracadabra back then in those those times of, of Christ is that, and, and even the time of Moses, is that um, the, the name of God was so sacred and so um, divine that they didn't feel worthy to say it, to say his name. And so when you look at the word abracadabra, it shows as far as it being... Um, what God was saying at the beginning when he was creating the world. He was saying, you know, create and, and make change and put, I'm, I'm speaking that out of my mouth. Um, and I am the word of God. I, I am the word, you know, word means logos. So I, he was saying, I am the word I'm speaking out. I'm saying abracadabra in Hebrew. I'm saying, let there be light because I want to shift and change and form the world. Um, and so it's it's one of those things that's just really mind blowing when I um, heard those terms when it came to um, the fiat lux and the um, abracadabra terms, because I said, whoa, if we actually put this in our mindset. Now, I'm not saying um, that this will motivate God, because let, let me be clear with that, that, you know, God's mind is ever changing what he put in the atmosphere. What he created before we got here, he's beginning and the end. It's already set. Like I said, we just haven't arrived to it in our physical time um, and, and, and walked it out. He's already planned the full blueprint. So saying, you know, or expecting, like I said, this new age thinking to say, oh, you know, if I if I um, if I say abracadabra, I can change God's mind. No, no, no. It's it basically what you're saying is you're saying is that, you know, God. Um, create, you know, do your will. 
um, whatever it is that you have for me. And so I thought that was just such a critical, critical, critical and such a powerful um, statement and, and phrases when I heard that. And so I really encourage you guys um, to really look more into those terms with the Hebrew and the Latin. And then I want to quickly share with you guys the verse that I have today. And then we are going to wrap up. We have one more week of the faith series. And I hope you women have been enjoying it as much as I have. And then we're going to be rolling out the family series come October, which I'm super excited about. Um, but I want to share with you really quickly um, some of the verses uh, that I have here today. And that is going to be um, John 8, verse 28. And then I also already shared with you Numbers 12, verse 13. So I really want you to go and read that as well. But um, when it comes to John uh, 8, verse 13, or 8, verse 28, Jesus says, I do nothing on my own initiative, but I speak these things as the Father taught me. And so, like I said with the abracadabra, it's not saying, oh, well, you know, I can manifest anything. I gotta, no, but it's saying I'm, I'm speaking this. It's that term that they say in the Bible, they say, you know, keep praying feverishly, you know, feverishly. You keep praying, you don't stop. And it's nothing wrong with that, but it doesn't, mean that it's going to motivate God to change his mind, but it is saying that I'm aligning my soul, my spirit, and my body with God, with Christ, and that I'm submitting myself to whatever the will of God is, and that I'm going to keep praying, keep praying, because that is me connecting to him, and whatever he needs me to download, he will show it to me, um, and so I think those are just two really, really powerful terms, and so the last, um, the last scriptures I want to share with you really quickly is Psalms uh, 51 verse 1. And that one says, um, have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love, because of your great compassion, blot out the stain of my sins. Wash me clean from my guilt and purify me from my sin. And that really goes back to what I said with renewing your mind daily and, and really taking the the limited viewpoint of faith and tapping into that limitless power and that limitless faith that God has promised each of us. Um, it's a free gift. I keep saying it's, it's a free gift, but yet um, it does come with once God allows you to um, give you that gift and you choose it and you say, God, I want to lock in with you. I want to have a relationship with you. Um, it really does allow you to be able to, uh, see yourself and, and really be, um, a reflection of everything, um, of that God has called you to be. And so I really encourage you ladies is that continue to renew your mind every day so that that limited thinking and that limited faith that we are going to be working on expansion, um, and, and with expansion, comes purpose and with purpose um, comes life fulfillment with life fulfillment becomes the glory of God because that's what we're ultimately here for is living for Christ and, and um, fulfilling what he has asked us to do uh, but we have to be able to do that with that limitless faith and so um, I leave that with you ladies today um, before I go 
is that um, I just want to encourage you that walk by faith even when you cannot see it, even when it's hard to see, even when you don't want to see. Continue to walk by faith when you cannot see and understand that God is in your tomorrow and in your next day and your next day. So even when you cannot see, you have someone that is seeing already and and, and has provided provisions along the way. So there's nothing to fear. You just have to trust, leap and let go. And I hope for today. That is enough. My name is V Powell, and I thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Bloom Baby Podcast for the Faith Series of Limitless Faith. I will be back next week for the final episode for the Faith Series, and this is going to be a special one because we're really uh, tying in the kickoff for the October month of uh, the Family Series. And of course, like I had mentioned uh, prior episodes, that next week would have been my dad's 61st birthday so i'm definitely going to be doing something special to end the faith series and i'm hoping you guys have an amazing 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 weekend definitely subscribe like comment share um on the believe podcast and on apple and on spotify and all those great platforms that you can listen in and tune into my show every week every friday unless like i said the Holy Spirit taps me on the shoulder and says, no, we're going to do something else. And so then, of course, I have to oblige and be obedient. <laughs> but um, like I said before, walk by faith, even when you cannot see, ladies. And let that be enough for today. Don't forget. All right. So let's go ahead and do it like church. We're going to wrap it up in prayer. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you for your truth. We thank you for your compassion, Lord God. We thank you for the continuous downloads that you give us in our minds and our hearts to convict us, not condemn us, but to convict us, Lord God. So we thank you for that conviction when it comes to change and to growth and the growing pains that comes with being human and especially what comes with being a woman. We honor you. We thank you. We even thank you for the life circumstances and the storms that come our way because it's either a lesson or it's a blessing and we consider it both an honor we consider it grace and we consider it a gift all these things we ask in your jesus christ's name we pray amen don't forget ladies bloom baby bloom and i will see you next friday for the final series episode of the faith series for the month of september and then we move on to the family series for october Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.